G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And Mike, for a change, we're not saying it's been a busy week. It's been nice, hasn't it? We got to sleep in this morning. It's been a nice, cruisy week. I've even actually stepped away from all the songs this week, Dale. I've given myself a bit of a breather. So I only started to listen to a couple today. Yeah, I've heard that quite a bit this week. There's a few people we know who've really just taken that step back. You know, we've got all 41 songs. There's nothing we can really do until um, May. Yeah. Other than overanalyze all the songs. Yeah, so I think it's actually pretty good. It's healthy to step back, get a fresh perspective on everything, and then go and revisit things. Well, actually, from when we recorded last week, there were still three songs to go. So we are going to go through those three songs to complete the full 41. We have to. We've talked about every one of them, so we can't leave these three out. Indeed. Let's start with Mozardale. Uh, we have Michaela with Chameleon. <laughs> Okay, well, that was the X Factor Malta winner, Michaela. What did you think of this one, though? I actually quite like this. It's not what I expected. Uh, she obviously was more of a big sort of power ballad singer. I was expecting something along the lines of she did a very good rendition of Shallow from Lady Gaga. So I was expecting something quite big and bold. And this, did, I mean, this wasn't it, but the song still didn't disappoint. I enjoyed it. It's quite quirky. I'm not sure I matched it up with her, but I still think she'll be able to perform it. But whether or not they're getting the most out of her or not, we'll have to wait and see until it goes live. Agree. I'm going to say straight off, I do kind of like this. Yeah. It is quirky and unusual. Um, you know, as we mentioned, Borislav Milanov was involved in this song. I'm going to say straight away, I don't know if it's one of his highlights of his career. There is something unusual about the production and almost the structure of this song. I can't seem to get past some of the completely nonsensical lyrics. Let's be honest, they're, they're ridiculous. But at the same token, I find the song a pleasant pop song. It, yes. it buzzes in my ears for three minutes and then it goes and, yeah, I don't feel bad about it. I think the Kama Chameleon, which is not Kama Chameleon, <laughs> um, it does stay in your head. It's a bit of an earworm. And I think the structure is really quite unusual and different. And I like that. I like it. I mean, for those who don't know Boris Love, we can't think that everyone's an expert, but he did quite a lot of the Bulgarian songs, didn't he? He did. He worked with Equinox, he worked with Polly, he also did Macedonia with Jana Bachevska, which I loved, the yeah. studio version of that, not so, so much the live. But those songs like Dance Alone, yeah. you know, Bones and um, if Love Was a Crime, they're fantastic songs, and I think they've delivered a really good song here, but I kind of agree with you, they're maybe not at the heights of that. Mm. I've got to say, also just... Uh, touching on that point of her vocal, she was the standout vocalist in the X Factor Malta. So I was really surprised that this song didn't have perhaps a stronger, or give her some stronger vocal points. Who knows, in the live she may bring them, but at the same token, if she does overcook this live, this could get messy. This could get really messy. True, true, but I, I don't know. I guess it's, it's bringing something more modern. Do you know if she did a big female ballad, could that get lost and everything? Do you think they made the right choice to go down this route rather than a ballad? No. Because <laughs> she could have been the ballad, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. She could have been the, the big... I mean, there is a couple of big voices out there already, so mm. maybe they were trying to steer away from that. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, not what I was expecting. Okay. Shall we move on to one of the others? Yes. Israel, our hosts, also released their entry. It's Kobe Marini with Home. You upon my heart, I took it in. It made me someone I 
another reality show winner to choose it for Eurovision but the song was internally developed are you a fan of this song Michael look to be honest I don't dislike the song I think this is a strong ballad a good strong man ballad I think it's got a good showcase for his vocal but it's nothing amazing it's there's a few already we've got a few strong male ballads in this competition and I'm not entirely sure this is going to be the most compelling that we see um, it seems like a nice safe host entry uh, it'll be well sung it'll be well received to a degree but I still think it's going to be on the right hand side of the scoreboard unfortunately for me yeah this does have that kind of host syndrome written all over it doesn't it as in we don't want to win again but we still want a good song and a good uh vocal to go with it and you know i enjoy his vocal i'm going to probably enjoy this more than a few on the night but not many more on the night i think when it comes down to it um so this is nice solid entry for israel um, I probably would have liked to see them come out with a bit of a party song, but once they chose him, I wasn't going to see him do a party song. So uh, it's a solid entry. Yeah, it's pretty much what I expected, to be honest. Um, and I would probably expect a similar result to Portugal last year. Ooh, they came last. Mm, yeah, no, this is going to be fairly close, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, let's go off to our final of the 41 entries we want to discuss, Dale. Armenia, we had Sotobuka with Walking Out. Okay, so, Sorbuka, what did you think of this one, Dale? Well, you know, she was the first first artist announcement one of them yeah very early and one of the last to, to come through and i think during that period of time i was excited and i was really looking forward to this you can probably see where i'm going here <laughs> uh, it didn't quite live up to those expectations uh, there's elements of this song i like i actually am a big fan of the chorus i think it's actually a, a really strong chorus uh, how, unfortunately the rest of the song doesn't really come together cohesively at times i feel like it completely comes to a grinding halt particularly at around two minutes in. Um, and so I feel like it's, it almost feels a little unfinished for me. It feels like there's some really good elements patched together that haven't really quite come through to something that's a really great finished product. Uh, which I feel like in a few Armenian entries, they haven't always been able to bring us the full three minutes. And for me, I'm kind of waiting for the three minutes to be over. Yeah, look, this I was very excited when we saw Sabuka being mentioned, uh, being announced as the artist. I was expecting something a little more up-tempo. I know expectations should never cloud your judgment. I wasn't expecting an angry mid-tempo kind of song, and that's what we've got. Um, it, to me, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Serbia 2016 um, with her you know, um, with her song. and Shelter. That sort of, yeah, mm. with that sort of vibe. Mm. Um, look, vocally, listening to the studio here, there are some real high points for her to really hit, and um, I'm expecting some really good vocals out of this. But unfortunately for me... The song just doesn't stick. I just completely forget this song once it's over. It just, there's nothing here for me to sink my teeth into. Um, and to be honest, I think without some really, really good staging, this is, this is a bit of trouble for me. Armenia, it's just not doing it for me at all. I think they'll, they'll pull something together. They always seem to pull something together really quite well. <laughs> 
No, but <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes, people. I'm thinking of Kami last year. Yeah, yeah well, they were always pushing something uphill there, to be honest. And I, I think th- they've probably got something more of a modern production to work with here. <laughs> I think they might be in the same canoe this year, Dale. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well, look, we'll, we'll say I'm, I think she's a great artist. It'll be interesting to see, to see what they come up with. Um, but yeah, I was a little disappointed, and I, and I agree with you about that not sticking, because I couldn't have told you how any of it went when I went to sit down and listen to it today, when I listened to it a lot last week, mm. it got completely lost in all those songs that came out and I couldn't even remember. I couldn't mm. tell you if I liked it or disliked it. There we go, not a good sign, not no. a good sign. So that was the 41 entries. There's been a couple of revamps that have come out, Dar, so I think it's always important to talk about them. So let's start with one of the first songs we got. Well, the first song we got, wasn't it? It was from out of Albania, Yonita Maliki. What did you think of her revamp? Big fan of it, actually. Um, We know Albania sometimes has had issues with their revamps in the past. Um, They didn't suffer with it last year. You really came through with it and was consistently a great song all season. And I think we're kind of in the same boat with this one. I think they've done a good revamp that's given a little bit more um, drama and production to what was already a good song that just needed a little bit of work to it. Uh, It's really held up well from the very start of the national final season and I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they've hit the nail on the head here, Albania. You have polished up the song and made it a little more modern, but you've also introduced some nice ethnic elements in there, like that flute, for example, which could mm. work well with the staging, etc. And the two seem to blend together very well. Um, I think this is it's in, lifted the song, is what I'm trying to say. Also, I quite like the chanting towards the end. Uh, there's some backing chanting that could end up very well and become very memorable when the song ends. So I think all up, they've packaged this up very, very well. Okay, what about their neighbours in Montenegro? They've revamped their song Heaven by D. Mole. Now, there's lost an L off the mole, so it's just D. Mole. Mm. Uh, what do you think of that? Not so positive, unfortunately, <laughs> Dale. Just as much as I praised Albania for mixing in some modern and some... Um, traditional and ethnic elements this doesn't work in this one they seem to have tried to lighten the song and give it some punch with some synths and some modern stuff as well but they've also introduced some ethnic elements and it is just clunky it's overcooked and it just doesn't go together well yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, like fine-tuning like knobs on a kind of, I don't know, uh, production set and they've just turned them up too much. Uh-huh. Well, Albania just got it right and they were they were really working with something quite difficult here to start with. You can't polish it up too much. Um, but yeah, I didn't necessarily think it elevated it, but it was never going to elevate up very far anyway. I feel a bit sorry for the producers. I think this song arrived dead on arrival. <laughs> They've sort of hooked it up to the machines. They've got a slight pulse out of it. but They've put makeup on a cadaver. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know if they could have rescued too much out of this one, to be honest. Let's talk about one of the ones you quite like, Dale. Let's talk about Spain and Mickey. A couple of weeks ago, he released his revamp. What did you think of La Venda 2.0? I was a little disappointed I won't lie there was elements I liked that they definitely smoothed it out a little bit felt more of a big stadium um, kind of football song I felt like more than like a little kind of um, 
brass band in a Spanish oh, a Cat- Catalonian village yeah, somewhere. Yeah. But um, we love a good football song. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But I, I kind of feel like it lost a little bit of its magic. Um, however, that could just be because we got a live in a studio. Uh, I really like brass, and I really, I, I mean, that's just because I've like Scar in the past. I always like, like when you describe things as circus music, which I'm sure you'll say in a minute, <clears throat> like from Moldova. I've loved that kind of music, and I felt it lost a little bit of that enchanting, huge, big party atmosphere from it. But I still feel like that'll come live. I, just to me, drop from being amazing, just to be like a little bit less than amazing. Yeah, look, I'm not a massive fan of the song already. I think this has been a little more modernised, and you're right, smoothed out a little in a pop sense. Um, and they definitely toned down that brass in the chorus, which unfortunately I think was one of the big hooks for the song mm. uh, and made it memorable. Unfortunately for me, it did give it the circus feel. Um, <laughs> so smoothing that out probably appeals to my ear a bit more, but I think it's lacked a little zing now for this song. Um, look, I mean, it's still a good song from Spain, it, but I just... I don't know if they. I don't know if they really needed to do this. Was no, it was yeah. it doing it for the sake of doing it? I'm not really sure. Well, I I don't really. Yeah, I don't know where they were going with it. And I think they were trying to please people like you, who were like, "Oh, it's a little bit too circusy." Yeah. But by doing that, I feel like you just end up being sitting in the middle of not. You're never going to sit there and love it and put yeah. it on your ten, but you're only going to drop a couple of places for me. So I I just don't think it's something that was going to elevate a lot for people. Mm. But again, studio versus live, it'll all come. It'll just that'll just depend where we go with it. I'm sure Mickey will bring plenty of energy to the stage. He does. He's amazing live. Yeah. All right. So, well, what do we think of the 41 overall, Dale? Where are we at? I'm feeling like it's a pretty open year at the moment. Um, We've we've dropped a couple of songs. 41 is our lowest amount since 2015 when we had 40. Um, But I don't think the quality is lacking here. I think there's a really big even spread. I think we've probably got a clump of about five or six songs. Then there's about a 20 to 30 that feel all quite similar standards in different ways, but a lot of different genres in there. I don't think we have a lot of big front runners. We don't have a lot of really bad songs. So I'm feeling like there's going to be quite a few, I don't know, not major surprises, but just something where any song, from even 38th in the odds, could come up and get a top 10 result. Yeah, I think it's Nothing's a, going to surprise me. I this think year. quality this year is pretty good. Um, we, we have seem to have an even sort of standard of quality. Mm. Last couple of years, we seem to have some massive front runners. Obviously, Francesco Gabbani, even though he didn't take the crown, was a heavy, heavy favourite at this point. Yep. Uh, and even Toy last year seemed to be scooping the uh, odds and all that sort of stuff last year as well. So we don't seem to have that favourite this year. No. So it makes it very interesting. Having said that, we seem to have a bunch of well, solo males yep. have, have come to the top when it comes to things like odds and fan uh, fan polls, etc. Yeah, exactly. I think we've seen a trend that there's 18 male solos this year, which wow. is the largest like half the field. for a long... I mean, I can't go back and find something more. I'm sure there was at some point. But in the last five years, it's doubled the amount. Each year, it's got more and more and more. And the female solos are getting less, which is a very interesting trend because female solos actually win more Eurovision contests in, in history. But look... There's five male solos who are first to fifth here in the odds. Netherlands, Russia, Sweden, Switzerland, and Italy. Now, Netherlands is the big favourite at the moment. So when we say big favourites, it kind of is one, but it doesn't feel like it's the big favourite like we've had in the last few years. It's almost by default because it's kind of a quality song. 
I, I just couldn't, I don't think we can call it all. I think it's very open. It's very interesting. Definitely. I think um, there's going to be things sprinting from the pack when we get to the lives, as always. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, Fuego, for example, wasn't heavily favoured until we got to the rehearsals. No, so then, it was 20th last year in the odds. Germany was 16th and Austria 17th. Absolutely, so and they all came very, very good results. So there's certainly uh, lots of more scripts to be written so mm. far. Well, coming up this week, Dale, we start our individual reviews of the songs. We do indeed. So we'll be going through every song competing in the contest in little mini podcast episodes, about 10 minutes each. Yeah. And on top of that, we'll have an Australian and an international jury oh. that we put together, ranking them all. And I tell you what, Michael, they've got very different results already. Why that doesn't sh- shock me at all, Dale. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm going to say I do enjoy our small little uh, podcast for each of the songs. They can get a bit loose sometimes, but we get a chance to dissect <laughs> the songs and really talk in, in detail about what we think. And it's great to have those other voices from the juries. Yeah, exactly. We'll give our ranking with that as well. And you're right. Depends how many we do in a row. Depends how loose it gets. <laughs> Anyway, keep an eye out for those guys. They'll be dropping throughout the week Mm. and in the next few weeks. But we'll be back for our weekly next week, of course. All right. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks for joining us. See you later. Bye.